Does your broker tell you they're managing your retirement money on a daily basis? Really? So when they're on vacation, how does that work? Do they have computers doing their job for them? Is that reliable money management? Is it time you learned how to have reliable retirement income, keeping your principal, and protect your gains with a higher income strategy? That's why to tune in to the Total Financial Hour with host Eric Hallaby, Sundays at 11 a.m. Learn about your financial power on the Total Financial Hour, Sundays at 11 a.m. on AM870, The Answer. The information on this show is not intended to be the primary basis for investment decisions and should not be used to provide financial advice. Please obtain the guidance of a financial professional regarding your particular financial concerns. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. This program reflects the views of Arif Halavi, California Insurance License 0B93792 of TFS Financial Insurance Services. TFS Financial Insurance Services, California Insurance License Number 0F22477, provides retirement income strategies using insurance and annuity products, which are guaranteed by the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power. Hey, welcome to the show, the Total Financial Hour. I'm Eric Hallaby. Hey, thanks for being with me. Hey, you made 70 the answer. I'm Eric Hallaby here every week at this time. Hey, listen, we're talking about your family's finances. I like this because uh, have you seen the market this week? It's pretty volatile, right? Uh, for for the conversation about December being the best uh, month out of the year, 73% or whatever number they use of the time. All of that is wonderful if you know how to time the market, if you're a day trader, whatever you might do. Our, our, our world is different. We want safety. My job is never going to be to make you rich. I don't, if any financial professional, you've heard me say this, I'll say it again because I, I think it's true. If any financial professional says they're going to make you rich, give me your money, I'll make you rich. First thing I want you to do is to go and meet their parents. So I want to meet your mom and dad. And if they're not still uh, on this earth, I want to, who do you care about more than anybody else on this planet? Probably your parents, maybe your siblings, because you should have made them rich. If you can make me rich, you better make them rich first. Why? Because if you can't make me rich, then I'm going to see that because they aren't wealthy. But if you can, and you didn't make them wealthy, well, then you're probably an unethical or son of a gun that I'm not interested in working with anyway. Now, it's one of those, uh, what is it, Ahmed's razor, right? Where no matter which way you choose, it's, it's a bad answer. Because the truth is, that's not their job. I, I don't think they're bad people. That's not their, listen, I was one for many, many years. I, I think our job was to keep your money, not make you money. Otherwise, we would be paid if we made you money. Right. I mean, I'm not saying they don't want to make you money. I think they do. I think most of them are probably really decent human beings. They just don't have any control over it. Because this is important. Our job, I'm going to tell you right up front, it's not to make you rich. It's to keep you from being broke. So when you wake up in the morning and you look at your, your statement, I don't want it to be less than it was the day before. Now, there's some drawbacks that come with that. You're not going to make all of the gains of the market most of the time. Right? In what percentage of the time will you grow your money? I don't know. just depends on when the market goes up. But if the goal is to keep your money safe, protected from the market declines, that's what we do. It's to keep you from going backwards. Okay, so just know we're not the financial show that's going to give you six stocks to pick before the end of the year. Because listen, by the time they tell you that, whether it's on a magazine cover or on a television show, 
most of the time, I don't know, maybe there are some shows out there that are different, but by the time you find out about it, you or me, Mr. or Mrs. retired or working nine to five, by the time you find out about it, it, it's probably too late, right? For example, if it's in the newspaper or magazine, it had to go through the editor. There was research that had to be done before that. So you're talking about weeks, nine stocks to buy before the end of the year. Well, they started working on that probably in July. So maybe it's the same companies or maybe it isn't. So I don't want you to get tricked. I want, to have, I want you to have what we call buyer beware. You would do it in any other holiday shopping, right? Wouldn't you do it in the thing that matters more than anything, than, than those certainly, which is your retirement life? You would do it in your, in your health. Make sure that your health is on track, right? So the same thing. So just please be careful uh, about that world. Our job is to not make you rich. It's to keep you from being broke. It's to get reasonable gains. When you choose to have a, an income stream, you have a steady stream of income. There are folks, whether they're on this radio station or any others, that are going to tell you, oh, there's hidden fees. Not true. Yeah, but there's no, zero. But, and it's a big one, you're going to have a cap or maximum gain of about 12% per year. That means you're not going to make more than about 12%. So you'll earn between 0 and 12. We know that. Maybe 10, maybe 14, but somewhere in between there. That's what you'll earn every year. And then at the same time, during the, there's a time commitment like a cell phone. right? How, does, how do any of these companies sell you a $1,000 cell phone, the latest, greatest model, for $42 a month or whatever the number is? Well, they do it because if you cancel early, what do you pay? A fee, right? They're not going to give you a free cell phone just because you're a beautiful person. They're going to because they're going to get a little bit from you each and every month. Well, in the financial world, they're saying, listen, we get to use your money each and every month. We get to make a profit. We'll give you some, we'll share some with you, and we'll keep some. But if you cancel early, you will pay a fee. It's a declining fee. For example, there are choices out there. There are types of accounts out there where it's eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. In other words, it's a declining. Every year that you take out more than eight percent, uh, sorry, more than ten percent, you might pay an eight percent fee the first year. If in three years it might be a six percent fee, above ten. So if you're going to put money in these accounts, and your goal is to put them in there and take it out in six months or two years to take a trip or to buy a new house or whatever it is, then we're probably not the right place for you, right? There isn't a one-size-fits-all. Anybody, whether they're a loan broker or a stockbroker or a financial person or an insurance guy or gal like us, right? Anybody like that who sits around and says to you, hey, listen, I can do everything great. In fact, I'm amazing at everything. I can do commercial loans. I can do residential loans. I can do... 30-year mortgages, I'm an expert at, uh, you know, arms. I don't know. I can fix your Toyota. I can fix your Honda. I can, oh, by the way, I'm great at Volvos. Did you know I'm amazing at, at European, all European cars, as if there isn't a difference between a Mercedes and a BMW? Or isn't there a difference between a Ferrari and a McLaren? I mean, you guys, I don't want to have somebody working on my car who the last time they saw even the maker model was eight weeks ago. I want somebody every day, every week, who fixes the brakes or my transmission on my make and my model. That would be amazing. 
Right? They look at this, they go, oh, you have the XYZ, blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah, thanks, take it. They know how to do this stuff in their sleep. Those people, to me, guys, are geniuses, just so you know. Everybody says, oh, you're so smart in the financial world. Well, to me, this is easy now because I've done it for almost 24 years. Right? So it's, it's a lot easier, certainly, than maybe somebody who just started it. Give me somebody who's been working on cars for the last 23, 24 years, and I'll take them over somebody just starting anyway every day of the week because there's experience, there's wisdom. So don't fall for the hype. We're seeing Ponzi schemes happen all the time, pretty regularly, multiple times a year. There's another one that pops its head up. There's another one that, that runs down the road and says, hey, uh, you know, give me something and I'll, and I'll double it and triple it for you in eight weeks. And it comes around every once in a while. It's called the dessert club. I want you to be very careful about that. Right? Everybody starts off it as a, it sounds really corny, and you're going to think I'm making it up. So, so I'm not, okay? So stay with me. It starts off where you join, you're an appetizer. You're in the appetizer club. Then you get to the salad, and then, of course, the main course, the side dishes, and on and on, all the way to the dessert. And it's just a Ponzi scheme where, you know, you bring in three friends. I don't know what the number is, if it's three or four or two. You bring in three friends, they bring in three friends, they bring in. And before you know it, you're the dessert, which means you're, uh, oh, I don't know, $100 becomes 5000 And you think, oh, my gosh, this is brilliant. Well, you understand at one point, a whole bunch of people are going to lose. Now, if you're somebody that says, well, that doesn't really matter because it's not going to be me. Well, okay, I, I can't argue values. Your moral uh, line is different maybe than mine. But I do want you to know this. There is a moment in time when you're going to have to say, look, this Ponzi scheme for my retirement account just might not be the right place to go. We've had people come to us and they've lost, oh my gosh, in real estate scams. I told you guys, I was scammed. That's how I started in the financial business as a professional. It's because I thought I was the smartest guy around. And if you would have asked me at the time, I would have told you, oh, yes, I am. And that arrogance just so you're clear, was part of my reason that I got taken, I'm sure. Just a guess. I don't know for sure, but it's, you know, what is it? Pride comes before the fall. Yeah, I was in the front line of that, that, that uh, conversation. And it did, and it took all my money, just about all my money. And I had to start over, and it was very humbling. But I'm thankful, very thankful today that it happened in my 20s. Because in your mid-20s, it's easier to recover, isn't it, than in your mid-40s, 50s, or 60s, guys. Right? Everybody thinks they're the smartest person around because your stock market portfolio is up 38% this year. Wow. You're so smart. Why don't you start a second career? Or why didn't you, why didn't you put all of your money there? Why didn't you refinance your house and put everything in the market, huh? Oh. Because you didn't know it was going to go up. You were guessing, just like everybody else. So that's fine. I mean, listen, I always want people to win. I'm happy that you're, you're up. But you're not that smart, folks. Most of us are not. The market decides. And the market is made up of a whole lot of other people. And organizations and industries. And if you have a system, right? I, I have a, a friend who goes to Vegas often and he has a system. And maybe he does well with it. I don't know. Certainly, he never tells you. <laughs> he never tells you uh, when there are losses. 
he does tell you what? When there are gains, how much of a winner? Like you're playing canasta, you're playing uh, dominoes or whatever you might be playing bingo, and the person says, well, you know, I bought XYZ at, at $18 a share. Today it's worth 5000 Well, maybe. Maybe people are, well, are pretty smart. But please be careful, right, guys? This is your retirement life. It's, it's not a joke. If you've won, if you've doubled or, or added whatever percentage, if you think you're the smartest person around and you've done okay, take some or part, off, uh, some or part of it off the table. If you want to do that, we're here for you. That's what we do. 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-997-3847. 888-99-RETIRE. Okay. It gets a hold of us also all week long, guys. All right, here's a, a couple of things. I want to give you some ideas. One of the biggest risks for losing uh, money or for those that are retired regarding money uh, or that are going to retire, and this is a good example. If you're retired now or you plan on retiring in the next three to five years, okay, here's what normally happens. There's a, a quote, normal decline that people are expecting. I love it when they call it a correction. I don't understand that. As if you making money in your portfolio going up was wrong, so you had to be corrected. I mean, market correction, like, oh, so sorry. Sorry that I made money. I didn't mean to, right? So <laughs> a normal decline. I think a normal decline in the market is likely every day that passes, every week that passes, because we're in record highs, right? We're in record highs, record money flows, you know, in and out of the system. There's a whole bunch of technical mumbo-jumbo so you just say, listen, if I have this amount of money and it gets cut in half and it takes me five years to come back to where I am, will I be okay? Will the rest of my retirement life be fine? Will I be able to sleep at night? Will my relationships with my spouse <laughs> be uh, still good? Right? Because that matters a lot. And then ask, well, look at, am I expecting to need? So I'll give you a good example. If a million dollars becomes... million in the next three years. Are you going to fly around in private jets? Uh, Buy that vacation home you always wanted that you you never bought up to now? Buy a Ferrari or or fast uh, sports car of any sort? I don't know. Maybe. But if $1 million instead of 1.5, but if 1 million drops to 500,000, now what does that do to your peace of mind? Now what does that do to your relationships? The, uh, the attitude that you two have against each other or with each other, the, the sleepless nights. It, if there's a greater amount of impact in your life, if your, market, uh, if your account drops in half versus gets a 50% gain, right? So just decide where the greatest impact. If you have $25,000 to your name and you're retired and you say, this is all I have, this is everything I have, and the only way I'm going to live decently is if 25 becomes 100 in the next I don't know, two years, well, then maybe you do have to go to a casino and gamble. I don't know. Because the chance of it happening with anything that I can do for you is zero. The chance of it happening if you pick the right stock, maybe. More likely what happens, people lose everything. But remember, if you had 25000 to your name, your lifestyle isn't going to change if twenty five becomes zero. The only way it's going, the, the, the impact in your life is much greater if twenty five becomes one hundred in my example, right? So ask yourself, 
where's the greatest impact in my life? Is it if the market goes up another record high next year and another record high? Or is preserving some or part or all, whatever, of your money, is that important? And if it is, because that's the first conversation. If, if you think you're going to come to somebody like myself who's kind of a, a, you know, a specialist or a guy or gal who focuses on what we do, an expert, if you will, quotes around it, because I don't know if there's any criteria that, that isn't you know, common knowledge out there, because I think anybody can do what we do. It's, it isn't as if, you know, I don't know, I was born to a to different set of family. This, this is easy to figure out, guys. Why your financial professional doesn't do it is not, I never want to understand that, right? People think they want to under, I want to understand, I want to know why, whatever the tragedy is, let alone something like, I'm not interested. I don't want to think like them. I don't want to know how they got there. Not interested. So ask yourself, if any financial professional can do this, why aren't they? I don't know the answer. So here's another thing that I think can happen. One of the biggest risks for those that are retired or going to be retiring in the next three to five years is what we call an unexpected cost. Now, in other words, a time when you've planned things. Maybe you say, listen, in five years, we're going to downsize after we travel, after the, the grandkids are done with the college or high school or whatever. We're going to move. We're going to downsize. Well, what if somebody gets hurt? We had this twice this year where clients were in a stroke. Had a, had a stroke. And, and it was the men on both cases, and they were confined to a wheelchair. And now they didn't have a choice. Right? Being confined to a wheelchair, all of a sudden, the house didn't fit anymore. They had to make some changes with their furniture. They had to make some widening some walls, uh, re- refitting some bathrooms. Because they couldn't, they didn't plan on anybody being in a wheelchair. It just kind of happened. And those kinds of last-minute decisions where you're forced to make those, you don't get to wait for the market to be at all-time highs. Because if we are close to the top of what your portfolio has ever been, there is no timing of of the, oh, well, any emergencies that are going to happen should happen right about now, right? It doesn't work that way. So I'm concerning this. Watch out for downsizing of uh, your home that is forced, right? So an illness, somebody needs uh, one of the hospital beds. They don't always fit in in some of the older homes. The bedrooms are kind of small in some cases. So to make it convenient, people have to move the the hospital beds to the living room. Around-the-clock care is required. So an illness could all of a sudden begin to drain your retirement accounts. And if we are already at in quote, the correction phase, then I think there's going to be a problem because you're going to be forced to sell whatever pieces of your retirement account are there, but now they're at record lows. Because that's important to know that, okay? All right, what what about another unexpected decline? How about something like someone passing away? That happens, right? Everybody expects to live forever. And in fact, for most of us guys, believe it or not, we are building and planning and, and preparing for us to pass away first. A little morbid, I guess, but men always think of it that way because that's the way it's been. Usually we marry somebody younger than us. And back in the day, it was a 
substantial age difference, right? 9, 10, 12, 15 years difference in age. And when that was the case, and we weren't taking care of ourselves, right? The food we ate, the way we, ate, we were active, all the stuff that we did, the, the not wearing a seatbelt and driving a Chevy Corvair. You remember? Those, those were the risky days. Forget about wearing a seatbelt, you know? So today, sometimes women pass first. So you might have built a plan that says, what if I pass away first? Warren Buffett had the same idea, right? He built an entire structure of his life to be sure to take care of his wife forever. And yet she passed away first. I think we're going on about 10 years now. So here he is living 10 years longer without his wife. And so I do want you to think about this. I don't know if it's what percentage is, if it seems like it's on the increase. I can tell you in my personal life and in our, in our professional life, we are seeing it more where women are passing away at a younger age. So so when somebody passes away, if you built the system so that you would get less now so that when your wife, when, when you pass away, your wife receives the same amount or more, sometimes some of those pensions or that withdrawal uh, story or all of that, tough luck. Now you can't afford to keep the house anymore. We saw this recently with a lady, her husband passed away and she said, listen, I can't afford to keep the house. Now, sometimes it brings back bad memories and you want to leave. It's time to go. Other times, it's the only memories that are physical that you might have. So each person is a little different, but I do want you to think of this. An unexpected time to sell the house doesn't say, well, how is the real estate market? Is it at all-time highs? I think you should plan ahead to where if you have to stay in the house, because the market is at all-time lows, and you're going to check with you know, your real estate professionals, people that know this stuff, and you're going to ask them, hey, should I sell now or should I wait? If the answer is you should wait until it comes back and it takes three, four, five, six years, but you didn't, your portfolio is down and you're not willing or able to, to withdraw some of that principal and, and start eating up your money at a higher rate, then how are you going to live? Okay, so please be careful uh, in those worlds. I've seen that over and over again. Social security. When one of you passes away, you lose the lower of the two social securities. When does it matter more than anything? When both of your social security checks are close to the same. So if it's 2200 for you and 2200 for him. Well, look, both of you, it's $4,400 a month. That's pretty good income. You can do okay. Add in some Retirement money, maybe a pension, my word. You could be at eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month, maybe with no house payment, certainly with no car payment. You could be on your way to a pretty comfortable life until one of you passes away. Then you lose one of the social security. Now in this case it's half, right? Because if they're both equivalent, you're gonna lose half of it. You're also going to lose or potentially lose a portion or some or all of the pension if the person who passed away had the pension because there's usually a reduction in payout. So now you have a reduction in payout. Now you have dollars that come out of the pocket and ready for this. This is exciting. And now you are taxed at the highest brackets. Why? Because you're no longer married filing jointly. You're now single. 
single pays a higher tax bracket at the dollar figure. So it's kind of darned if you do, darned if you don't, right? So be very careful. Part of this story is I don't want you to be upside down right at the time when you think, well, and now I'm ready to retire. And So how do you plan and prepare for this? Look, I've told you before, I like fixed indexed annuities. I think they have a place and fixed, by the way, in most people's portfolio. You do not have to pay for any riders. In fact, I don't think you should, but that's my choice. There's no reason to. All right? So there should be no reason to have any extra expenses or any expenses. Anybody who says that otherwise, any attorney, financial professional, CPA, whatever, they're either ill-informed or they're lying to you. I hate to be so blunt, but we had this happen recently. And they're like, oh, I said, look, let's call the company directly. Let's look at your paperwork. And they were shocked because they were, they were misled. So our job is to keep you safe and protected. It's to guide you the best we can. Give me a call if you have a question. And plus, we'll come back after these breaks here in just a second. I'm going to give you some more solutions. 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-997-3847. Stay with me on the Total Financial Hour. On AM870, The Answer, I'm Eric Hallaby. We'll be right back. Security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, total financial hour. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Eric Hallaby. For those of you just just joining us, let me give you the phone number. Triple eight ninety nine retire. Works all week long at the office as well. That's eight 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 nine nine seven three eight four seven. I want to give you some solutions now because I, I think some of the, the challenges as we go through this part of our life is with the volatility of the market, the craziness, it goes up and down. There's a place for that, right? You decide when you're putting money, when you're buying something. Let's forget about the market for just a second and think about this. When you are buying things, do you want to buy them when they are expensive or when they're cheap? Simple, right? When you are selling things, if someone's going to pay you, when you you are selling things, do you want to sell them when they are inexpensive or when they are at the higher end of the price range? Simple, right? You guys know the answers to this. So don't let Wall Street try to trick you into thinking this is some different way of thinking because it isn't. It's buy low, sell high. Everybody knows that. Not buy at the bottom, sell at the top. Right? If I had a room full of 50 investors, I don't think any of them would not finish the sentence. Buy low, sell. Right? So here are some solutions that I want you to think about. If you think your account is at the all-time high or we're, we are where we're supposed to be in the market or you you're comfortable with your gains, whatever that is, if you're done with the risk, then I, I think you have to think of a couple of things. Number one, what's the rule of 100 and how do, what does it mean to me? The rule of 100 is simple. It says, take your age minus 100. And that's the kind of risk that you could expect. In other words, if you're 60 years old, So then 60 minus 100, so 40%. That's the amount of risk. You want to put money in the market? 40%. 60% safe. Now, when I say that, when I say safe or away from the market declines, the up and down, the the volatility, I don't mean bonds, right? What products, services, where the, the value of what you put in never goes down when the market, whatever market declines. So think of it, right? 
when I say bonds can go down in value, absolutely they can. Well, not if you hold them to the end. Great. How long is the end? Three years? Two, five, ten? Maybe. So ask yourself this. If I don't want to lose my principal, what products or services are available? Well, let's start with some of the safer ones. Savings accounts at a bank. Up to 250000 Checking accounts at a bank. Up to 250000 They both are lower, you know, savings accounts. When I say uh, savings or, or checking, I also mean credit unions, not just uh, banks. Right? So, so those are safe. Well, what about this? Money market accounts. Well, we did have one time in our history where we broke the buck. That's what it's called. Breaking the buck. It is where... The dollars, instead of a dollar per share, which is how a money market works, and then the the volatility or the change is the interest rate as opposed to the share price, right? So the interest that you were paid goes up and down. But in the the breaking the buck scenario, what happened, I don't know if it was 98 cents or 99 cents, whatever it was, it went down from a dollar, which means you did lose your principal. And that happened in the 2008-2009 crisis. It wasn't for very long, but it did happen. Scared the daylights out of guys like us. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's supposed to be the holy grail of do not touch. And we touched. So we have to think about this. They are safer, for sure. Way better than bonds and as far as the safety goes. right? Because we've already come to the determining factor that the money you've grown, what you have saved, is what I don't want to lose. Making 30% on my money is not as important as losing 30% of my money. So we have to ask, what's another place? So fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, those are issued by savings, uh, by insurance companies. That's what we do, right? I can't open a bank for a teller, uh, uh, branch manager. They can open up checking account savings. I can't. It's not what I do. Just like if you were a stockbroker and you weren't licensed to do what I do, you can't do what I do. So there are different industries that have different rules. If you're a plumbing contractor, you're an expert in plumbing, I don't want you doing my electrical work. Right? You're, you're good at what you do. That's great. When I need it, I will call you. So don't take advice from the plumber on your electrical work. Don't take advice from somebody in the stock market, somebody who's a broker who does risky stuff, who might be really good at risky stuff, on safety, that they're different people. Right? They are different strengths. Now, that's a, that's a wise man's, wise woman's uh, conversation. You can choose to do what you want. But I think you need to understand that just because somebody looks like they could be an expert in a lot of areas, it doesn't mean they are. Because nobody can be. You know that. Trust your gut. Let's go back to that. Right? Your mom and dad used to tell you, trust your gut instinct. Don't hang out with those kids. You know, Jimmy's a troublemaker. Susie's uh, not a nice person. Remember that? Those are mean girls. That's the, those are the bad guys. Well, you have a gut instinct as an adult as well. You know when something's fishy. You know when somebody's throwing you a line of malarkey, as they say. Okay, so can you really lose your principal in bonds? Yes, you can. And yes, people do all the time. Can you say Puerto Rico? Right? A lot of the California insured tax-free bonds funds, the funds, mutual funds, California insured tax-free had Puerto Rican bonds in them. Uh, listen, I've been saying this for years, even prior to the uh, hurricane that went through there in 
and the controversy with President Trump withholding aid is it's a it's a corrupt country. It's a corrupt territory, city. Right. There's people in jail from all layers of government. There's people stealing. I was there uh, on a cruise many years ago. We stopped, you know, and you take a tour. Beautiful country, by the way. And the people are beyond friendly. Uh, I mean, they they're just amazing. And the, uh, the food is incredible, too, by the way. But ask them about their government and they'll tell you how corrupt they don't even mince words. They're not even trying to be polite. They'll tell you that these people are nuts. And you drive through and you look at the electrical wires, right? Just outside of the city. And you see electrical wires like you're in a third world country, like in Beirut, where they're running, you, you know, uh, hijacked wires off of, and somebody's paying electricity, nobody knows who. And there's no way to regulate it and everybody's stealing from it. It's horrible. And so, by the way, we're going to invest your money. That's called California insured. Well, maybe not. I don't know. That seems to me like there's a problem. Right? Uh, to me. So, here's another one. I want to tell you about a, one of the biggest trends that I'm seeing. I brought it up on some of the previous shows. But I think you need to see this a little bit more. Because it's probably you. And you think that you're alone. <laughs> but you're not. One of the biggest trends I'm seeing are women that were never married and never chose to have children. Now, that's a pretty big market. It used to be few and far between, right? The, quote, career woman wasn't very common. You didn't see them everywhere. Today, we have a growing, growing number of our clients that represent this demographic. So if that's you, if it's a child of yours, if it is uh, a sister or brother uh, where they've never had children, and in, in the specifically in this case, the women that have, would be your sisters, of course, but have chosen to never have kids and to never be married, right? It used to be men were the only ones that would go down, quote, the bachelor life. But today it's the, it's the ladies. Okay, so I want to give you some solutions for that world uh, that you might find yourself in, right? Because everybody seems to talk about, quote, the traditional, what your children and, and your spouse, and, and yet that doesn't apply to these folks. So what do you do? Well, number one, if you're still working and you fit that demographic, I want you to consider disability insurance because you might be somebody who, if you get injured, there isn't a whole lot of other folks to turn to, financially speaking, to care for you. So you're going to have to hire somebody to do so. And there's a lot of great services out there. When you hire somebody to come in and uh, work for you, that's a great thing because you get to choose. But... You have to have the money. So I like disability insurance. That's number one. Number two, when it comes time to select which pension option, and this goes without saying, but for, for the most part, I want to remind you this. Choose the highest payout, which is usually, it's called a life only. That means pay me as much as you can, but if I collect one check and pass away, the pension company keeps the rest of the, the dollars. My employer, whoever it is that's issuing the pension, the union, they keep all the, done, the money, Right? But I get a much higher payout than if I say, give me a guaranteed payout for 10 years. Because if you select, give me a guaranteed payout for 10 years and you pass away at year eight, then your beneficiary continues to receive the next two years of checks. And then 10 years and 10 minutes, nothing else. But that doesn't matter to you because I want you to have a higher payout 
for your lifestyle. So select the life only is what it's called. You're going to obviously check with your tax preparer, your financial advisor. You're going to sit down and see how that fits into your tax world and, and your benefits and all the other stuff. But, but don't forget about that. Right? Bring it up and say, how does this happen? I heard this might be a better way for me to go. A second way to do it is to take... Now, listen, by the way, if they offer you a pension buyout, I'm even happier with that. Because then you can control how much you take out. That is specifically important if you have a niece or a nephew or a younger brother or sibling, somebody that you want to have the funds, great. But I don't want you to forget about the possibility, at least doing the math, on a pension buyout. For example, we'll give you 900000 in cash or 5500 a month for the rest of your life. Right? You can choose. Depends on your age. Depends on the formula. We do the math all the time, weekly. Clients come in or they call us on the phone. We do the math and say, what's the better one? I said, well, I don't know. You get to decide what the better one is. I can only tell you what I can comfortably say I can do for you. And if it's better than that or what you prefer, then great. Take our, our option. If not, stay with the pension. All right. Often in companies that have that, especially if your expenses were low, certainly over the, the last many, many years, then you may, you may have the ability to have a large, large 401k plan. If you do, if that's the case, then I would ladder that, meaning I would say, how do we take a big portion of that, those dollars, and create where the dollars never go backwards. Follow me? Here's a good example. I would take your retirement accounts, your 401k plan, and ladder it. Put a little bit here, a little bit there. Some are going to give you a higher income now. Some are going to give you a higher income in four, three, four, five years. Some are going to, one of the accounts might give you a higher income if you live 10 years from now for the rest of your life. Because at the end of the story, the person we have to take care of is you. And don't forget that. Sometimes we have to do this, especially when somebody becomes a, a widow or a widower. Right? There may be a, a point in time uh, when you get to the place where you say, you know, look, uh, I was saving for my kids. College, they're grown. Finished college. I was saving for them you know, in case I died earlier and they were in their 20s. Well, they now are married with children. They have their own homes. They have their own careers. It is now just me. My wife or husband passed away early. And you're acting as if, you're kind of as if, you said, listen, my kids don't need anything else. They're going to inherit my house or my rental house. They don't need these big retirement accounts. So I want you to optimize those retirement accounts for you. And you need to do that and have people involved in that financial decision-making who are familiar with that. Because for most people, they have not thought about that. They're planning or pretending or acting as if it continues, right? They're continuing down this road of, well, I have to take care of my kids. Well, how are they? Well, you know, one is a big businessman and uh, another lady, she's the CEO of a company and uh, our daughter and, and my... Um, my son-in-law works for this company. My daughter-in-law is uh, inheriting money. Okay, so then at the end of the story, these funds are designed to take care of you. So whether or not you've had children or you're the person who, who never had kids and never been married, there might be a moment in time where those paths cross. 
So if it is, always take care of yourself. And then we use something called laddering, right? Where we have some accounts that start now for five years. You can go a little sooner, a little later, but now to five years, five years to 10 years, and 10 years for the rest of your life. And you use different types of accounts. Look, when you, if you want safety, protection, accounts that are guaranteed, protected, all of that stuff, what do you do? Well, banks and insurance companies. Those are the only two that have been around forever to do what? Right? <laughs> 150, 200 years, some of these institutions, sometimes longer. And they do a couple of things. They lay out the plan to where you and I could have uh, as much of a guarantee if you can, as we, as we can. Because I don't want you to get to the place where you're counting on the government. Because a lot of people think that's the, exam- uh, the answer. Because if you do, you will give up something. People don't realize that. Right? When you get to the place and you ask the government for stuff, it comes with, with strings attached. I saw an interview recently with the uh, former head of the Illinois Pension Investment Fund. Okay, In other words, this man ran the Illinois State Pension Fund. Like we have CalPERS. They have an Illinois pension uh, employee system. Way underfunded. Messed up even more than California. I know that's hard to imagine for some of you. It is. And he said, because these plans were built in such a way to be almost purposely defective, they are so messed up, they are so backwards, that he says the only way out eventually is a bailout by the federal government. Now, look, a lot of us will pay for things that we don't use, right? Whether you have property taxes and you're single and you never had children, some of those property taxes go to the school district. Not exciting, but it's part of the civilized society. We hate it. We don't like it. I don't like paying for something I'm not going to use, but it's the way it goes. But can you imagine now somebody from a great pension plan who's managed themselves really well in Texas or Idaho or an individual farmer who's never had a pension in his life And now he has to pay more in taxes so that somebody from Boston or Chicago or California gets to have a much, much higher pension plan, more money than they ever made. Right? I mean, look, I love all of my clients that have pensions. It's important. I like it. But don't listen. It's still a math problem. So he says, listen, there's going to be a pension buyout. And then, of course, the interviewer says, well, you know, how do you think that's going to go? And he said something very simple. There will be trade-offs. Like, oh, really? They will have to freeze the pension system. They will freeze what people could make. They'll probably do cutbacks. Or the federal government isn't going to give you a penny. Now, I don't know when. Maybe it's two years. He said probably not in the next two years under his... Uh, professional opinion, he thinks maybe in the next, I don't know, 10 years, within 10 years, which could be, you know, eight months, it could be eight years, I don't know. Because I think part of what you want to do is to sit down and not just think, okay, well, I've got to take care of myself, but realize I think some of the taxes are going to be higher in the future. So as 
little uh, as few dollars that you have that are taxable as possible, you probably want that to be the case, right? Fewer taxes today, fewer tax brackets, uh, uh, taxable income today. And we've talked about that. Roth IRAs using a cash value from life insurance policies that were built properly, not some of the crazy ones where they were built where everybody knew they were going to fail. Right? There were some out there. We knew that. I could look at them and go, you've got to be kidding. Who, who built this for you? Right? We saw those. 888 retired I'm going to give you the phone number one more time. That's 888-997-3847. Okay, so part of this is to understand that I think there are some solutions. One of those other solutions to look at when we're looking at potential tax increases in the next 10 years, because if his prediction is correct, and we think there will be tax increases in the next 10 years, specifically to help pay for pensions, that isn't going to go down well with a lot of you. You're going to say, that was... I never had that. I was an entrepreneur. Nobody paid, bailed me out when I was uh, you know, struggling. So how do we make sure? You've heard me talk about Roth IRAs. Well, Roth 401ks, it's a little bit more recent. Still been around for a while, but, but not as familiar to the average person. But a Roth, R-O-T-H, 401k. Now, you can only put your dollars in a Roth 401k. So in other words, if you are older the, than the age of 50 and you are contributing to your company's 401k plan, your dollars, you need to call, you need to, to go online, however they do it, and designate it to be a Roth 401k if you want the taxes to be, not, to, to be taken out now, whatever it is, your income is your income, but you don't receive a tax break today. So maybe today you have enough write-offs in other areas of your life, specifically if you have a small business or you have young children or a house mortgage. Or your spouse has write-offs, right? If it's married filing jointly, you both get those write-offs. So then in your retirement plan at work, you have a reduction in expenses, a reduction in costs when you retire. Now, the match from the employer, whatever the match is, that has to go into a traditional plan. So you will basically have one 401k, but it's broken into two subsections. Pre-tax, post-tax. Okay, pre-tax is a regular 401k. Post-tax money, like the $20 in your purse or your pocket, that has already been taxed. So as it grows, under current law, you don't pay any taxes. When you withdraw it, you can roll it into your own Roth IRA. No taxes when you pull it out. Take out a little, take out a lot. Give me some, give me nothing. There aren't any rules that are requiring you to take out a certain amount of money. So you get incredible benefits along the journey, but without the risks of tax bracket increases. Now, not saying they won't make a change to it. Who knows? Whenever a good idea is is, uh, taken on, if you will, by a lot more people, well, they start to change their mind and say, well, you know, we're going to change it. So there's enough of a problem, if you will, where where people are, I I, I don't know. Listen, I I think you kind of have to watch out for yourself. I still want you to be aware of the community. I still want you to take care of others. I still want you to, to protect the community and your family and friends and all of that. But you still need to take care of yourself. Don't give yourself a, a don't lend money to people that you can't afford to never see it again. Don't lend money to people that, that you know will never pay you back unless you can afford to lose it. Right? If you can afford to lose it, go ahead. 
Don't buy things uh, on a whim like you used to buy them. Statistically speaking, guys, eh, your money's probably going to have to last 20, maybe 25 or 30 years. So that is a huge problem because I, I would not, I don't know, I would not be building yourself a, a much more expensive retirement unless you had guaranteed sources of income to help pay for it. And when I do this math, and look, count your Social Security, that's fine. Count 75% of your pension because if they make a correction, if that's one of the directions they choose is to reduce what you're going to pay and you can live on 75%, I'm good with that. What I don't want you to do is to have money set aside in a place where when you need it, you're stuck because the market is down, right? Rental property, count 10 months of your income, 10 months of the rents, I should say, in case there's you have to reduce the rents, eh, maybe you have some vacancies, right? So take 10 months of the income of your rental property, divide it by 12. Can you live on that minus the expenses? Take 75% of your pension. Can you live on that? Take your social security. If you never get another pay raise, can you live on that? And if all of those answers are yes, then there's no reason in the world for you to take risk with your retirement income because the loss can impact your life greater than any gain ever will. So please be careful, guys. 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-997-3847. That's who I am. That's our number here on on the uh, Total Financial Hour. You can get a hold of me all week long. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. All week long, you can catch us at that number as well. It's my privilege and pleasure to meet with you at any time. 888-99-RETIRE. I'm Arif Hallaby. Thanks for being with me on the Total Financial Hour. This is your place for news, talk, and information. This is AM870, The Answer. Learn about financial power, the Total Financial Hour. Now higher income strategy, learn from Arif Hallaby. Learn about financial power. Thanks to Arab Halaby. Now every dollar's got a job to do.